0: Hi there and a very warm welcome as every Friday to Berghaus now. My name is Aurelia Rauch and my guest today is Dr. Thomas Kellein. Hi, Thomas. Hi, Aurelia. Thomas, you and I, we're here to talk about art. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as it is, in this constellation. And uh, how to pave the ground for this conversation in such geopolitical tension and such time of turmoil. Um, maybe we can open the floor very broadly in the very yeah, t- tension-rich year that we are looking back at at the moment, the end of 2023. Where does the art market stand?
1: Uh, we can really say that uh, very simply in a few words, the art market is incredibly stable, mm. whereas the entire world seems to be more unstable than, I wouldn't say ever, but at least in comparison to many, many years, Uh, we went through without any war, we have uh, big problems all over.
0: Indeed, we do. And then in the face of all of that, we're still looking towards New York, where there were auctions recently happening. And I think this was more or less the cause that you and I decided to sit together and, and, and look at that today. Can you give us a little bit of an update what happened there?
1: Yeah, the auctions. Uh, that was mostly, of course, the large uh, houses of Christie's and uh, Sotheby's, uh, real competitors. But uh, both, let's say, they are the number one right now. Yes, there are no number. Sure. Th- there are no number twos any longer. <laughs> yeah. uh, they did a sort of pl- splendid job again because it was. Um, that was creating the real stability. Mm. So you have a Picasso selling for 139 million US, including the premium. You have a Monet uh, for 74 million US. You have uh, Francis Bacon for 52 million US. And uh, then comes a Basquiat with 42 million. Then comes uh, a Jasper Jones for 41 million. Uh, An then Ed for 39 million. Last but not least, you have uh, René Margrit and Gerhard Richter for 35 million. Mm-hmm. So this is a number of names uh, we all know, right? Yeah. And we even know the sequence. It's almost like in a musical chart, uh, you, you must have the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And it is of course the, uh, the Picasso, Monet, Bacon. Uh, they, they are the leaders already for many years and all the other names. I mean, sometimes the Rothko could be number three, sometimes the Gerhard Richter could be the number three, sometimes the Basquiat could be the number three or almost the number two. It's only one name that is missing this fall, that is Andy Warhol. Um, There was no really major, major, major work at auction but also you realize with all the other Warhol selling Um, He's no longer really the superstar. The market is still strong, but it does not at all get stronger. It is a little bit weaker. The same applies to uh, Cy Trombley, who is a really wonderful artist, but you would never find a Cy Trombley to sell for 70 million, not even for 35 million. The two big uh, Trombleys that were sold were 20 uh, million US and 26 million US. Okay, it's all American artists, except the Monet, who is at the Metropolitan Museum. I was once asking one one of the chief curators, who is the most important American artist, and they said, Van Gogh. (laughs) (laughs) So, so unfortunately, Monet is uh, still Paris, uh, and sometimes even 19th century, almost not yet uh, 20th century. And then you have Francis Bacon, Gerhard Richter. But the other names, this is all United States of America, mm. and we can be happy that at least one of the guys is coming from California, that is mm-hmm. Ed Ruscha. Mm-hmm. It's New York, New York, uh, the whole story, the whole record. And then um, if you look at all these, uh, let's say, all white hair men, uh, there's only one woman, that is Joan Mitchell. She made uh, $29 million, uh, this this fall during one of the sales. So, I would think uh, it's an ultra conservative world. It's yeah. a beautiful world, but it has almost seemingly nothing to do with the rest of the world.
0: Isn't that true? I mean, I, I said this to you b- before when we spoke, but this is a ba- basically this auction record, maybe minus two or three names, but in summary, this could have been a 2008, 2015, 17 auction record. This is not, the development seems to be, I mean, completely to speak to what you said at the get go it's stable this this is it like that's that's the roster of blue chip blue chip blue chip blue chip but I mean we now also looked at the uh, at the high numbers but this is obviously also a smaller a more narrow field where you get into the double digits of millions or more B- beside that beside the really top hitting which is mostly white man mostly deceased lots of them other than that, was there anything that surprised you, tendencies where you like, you know, maybe they are but bit more reflective of, of how we feel about the world at the moment? No.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I mean, we had, uh, in particularly the years 21 and 22, we had lots and lots and lots of people of color. Mm. This was the major subject. Yes. Uh, it was uh, every gallery, particularly every New York gallery, uh, that had uh, people of color all of a sudden uh, be part of the, the roster of yeah. their artists. Uh, sometimes you even had only um, colored people you know, serving the clients and the clients were only colored people. Um, for now I would say this is, this is wonderful but it is the women who make the music today. It is not just John Mitchell and Louis Bourgeois who made a sale of around 30 million as well yeah. a little while ago. Of course everybody was hoping for much more, you know, they hope for at least 40 or 45 or whatever. But it is um, to me a little bit like slowly uh, the end of this male civilization in culture. Um, the Roscoe Um, exhibition at Fondation Louis Vuitton in Paris is maybe the most expensive and largest show that has ever been uh, dedicated to a singular artist. Uh, Arnaud uh, has said that he wanted to Make this as a as a gift to himself. You know, he wanted mm. to really assemble all these fantastic uh, paintings, and it was with the children Christopher, Rothko and Kate Rothko Prizel that they were very carefully selecting all these paintings. And you have a two billion dollar uh, insurance uh, value of uh, of of two digit billion dollar insurance value of the whole show. But to me. Um, First of all, such an exhibition will never, ever happen again. Uh, Also not with Picasso, it's impossible these days. We have more and more women on the stage, meaning we have more and more solo exhibitions all over the planet, at least in the Western world. Uh, They are discovering women, one after the other. And it is really, really new stuff. If I look at Lee Lozano at the Fondation François Pinot, La Beauce in Paris, Um, an exhibition with works that nobody has ever seen because Mm. she was off the market. She left the New York art world, Uh, she was disgusted. It was for her not only just the male world, but too commercial. And although everybody was taking drugs, it was just too bourgeois (laughs) for her. And now you understand her minimal art coming from a real female uh, attitude. Uh, Another example, not just only Louise Bourgeois, Joan Mitchell, Jenny Holzer. um, If we go back a little bit in time to the Corona period at the Metropolitan uh, Museum of Art, you had the first real big, big retrospective of Alice Neel. And she is famous for just painting people, her neighbors. Uh, some of these guys, uh, I even knew personally, you know, and they were really not important, so to say. Mm-hmm. There were no stars at all, and with every new woman on uh, the market now, also in the auctions, you have a new story of art history. You mm. have a new approach, mm. and this, of course, uh, goes back to the Venice Biennial in 2022, inti- entitled "The Milk of Dreams." Which was dedicated to Leonora Carrington. And all of a sudden, you see Carrington paintings in contemporary art galleries at regular contemporary art fairs Mm. uh, with all the other artists, whether it's Tracy Emin or or other females like Marlene Dumas. Uh, You have this surrealist, uh, major, major artist who didn't play a real role. Or you have Paula Rego, who died in 2022. uh, another totally other artist from Latin America. Mm. I think this is what makes the pace today. This is the future, this is also the future of the auctions, of the museums, uh, of a sort of necessity to rewrite art history uh, in total. Mm. It is not just the 21st but also the 20th century, the 19th century, the 18th century, Uh, It even goes back to the late Renaissance art. We we have to discover the women, they are 50% of humanity, and uh, we we have overlooked it. Mm. So from that point of view, if we say um, the market is so stable, I think we are right at the moment of uh, a new beginning, of a total new uh, beginning. And it won't be just, let's say, the the splendor, the shimmer of uh, Warhol of Jeff Koons, uh, who is stepping back a little bit into not quite the back seat, but he's not the driver any longer. But you have a certain amount of madness, you have a certain amount of normality, um, and you have more peace than ever, I would say. I I mean, think of this idea that all of a sudden you do not have male politicians any longer, nowhere on the planet, neither in China, nor in Russia, nor in Israel, uh, nor, I don't know, I mean, I like... The men in the Ukraine, but n- nor in the U.S. and in many, many European countries. All of a sudden, you only have women. Um, it would change everything. Mm.
0: That's that's. I mean, that's a little bit. <laughs> we're diving into into discussions here that, that clearly go past art, right. but I I think you're touching on something that's really worth picking up there, Thomas. Because I mean, you, you're taking this on this like for some utopian for others dystopian idea of women completely taken over but truth be told i mean there is something about a completely different flavor when you look at these these artists that were quite undiscovered i mean we 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 touched on the biennial and i think the pioneering work that that did there the, the curator um was not only to recontextualize and rewrite in a certain way i'm doing the air quotes here a certain part of our history but also really dedicate space in terms of exhibition space and 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 time and and audience focus to artists that were working in neglected areas right i mean we had so many artists that were yes female but also from parts of the world where they were doing their working quite a bit of isolation right they weren't in those metropolitan centers so uh, you know kind of taking this back for a second to my to the beginning of the episode when I contextualize it into the to the sort of conflict richness of this year i think there is something to say about the different flavor of the work and that we could have seen if we had paid attention in the 50s and the 30s maybe and you know all through the, all through the time i mean we when we spoke before in the german version of this podcast too you pointed to this More willingness, or more, you know, maybe a bigger ability to feel certain pain and threat and fear. Or now I'm monologuing, but I want to point out to uh, Simone Lee, who feels about women as vessels, and not in a literal way, but in a in a way that she thinks of them as containers of wisdom and the culture, and that that's carried much more by by women, especially through times of crisis. Wrapping this up. Would you agree that there's also a different, it's not only the, the sort of fairness of, of giving women in art that have been overlooked in contemporary artists that are female space, but it's also an important voice to add. It, it has a different voice. No? You're nodding. I think,
1: uh, you know, people often think um, it is sort of just unfair that there are not enough women, whether it's in companies, in politics, in the arts. Uh, It is a long way because even an auction house, they cannot command that people pay for a Louis Bourgeois, maybe the price uh, as for a Picasso. You need the buyer, you need the people who are really, really convinced, and it is a culture change. I think, you know, as much as we can say from 23, fortunately the art market is entirely stable. Uh, On the backside of that, the art market is entirely boring, right? Okay, from that point of view. So the art market is obviously ready for something new, because you cannot repeat this in twenty four, in twenty five, in twenty six, in thirty five, in forty five. Uh, again a Picasso uh, number one, a Monet number two, blah blah blah. But it will be entirely other artists. Uh, every period has shown that mm. and we are now I think we can really into this future glass saying it will be the women who play the music. Mm. It won't be it won't be just the women. There will be always men, there will be also people of color hopefully we will also have china and africa back on the art market mm. uh, they are sort of out for many many reasons it mostly political reasons but i think also of looking at you know the banker's point of view where, where to invest invest into the art of women mm. but the great women the women who have really an earth who created something that is entirely unique the more unique the better
0: Oh, Thomas, I could continue this for three more hours because I'm, you know, I could now dive into the question of the buyers and the critics and the whole systems because that too is shifting, right? The the people that also make, I mean, why were women overlooked? Because there's also a system of art. There's critics, there's writers, there's art historians, there's curators who do the shows. There's buyers obviously right so i think that's also shifting not just the people who make the art but also the whole system Mm. around it. but let's talk about that some other time i also would love to pick up the conversation on china and on on african art but um we'll we'll postpone this to to a different episode if that's okay it's fine wonderful thank you very much for your time today
1: thank you aurelia
0: and we thank you as always for listening we hope you enjoyed this little excursion of the art market and we hope you be back when we're back next friday with more from backers now until then bye bye